0: Visit RobertHalf.com today.
1: Let's talk about what to watch in week two next on Fantasy Football Today in Five. Welcome to FFT in Five. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dan Schneier. We are recording on Thursday afternoon, but you are listening to this on Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon, whenever on Saturday. And we are talking about what we're go- going to be keeping an eye on in Sunday's games. And there's like the, the thing about week two is we have this whole offseason where we're we're projecting roles and we're saying, hey, Cam Akers is the clear lead running back in San in Los Angeles. And then we see in week one, well, maybe he's not. And now the question is does what we saw in week one move forward, or was that just a one week thing? So, Dan, we're gonna start off there. The Rams running backs. How are you feeling about this situation? And do you think that Cam Akers has a chance to claw back a role here? I
0: think it's going to be a hot hand approach all season. So, yes, I think he has a chance to claw back a role. The question I'm asking myself is how much does that matter? Mm-hmm. So I went back and watched the film from the Ramsey Seahawks week one, and I got to give credit and a hat tip to Sean McVay. We sometimes forget about how good of a play designer he is, but he remains elite despite not having any quarterbacks to play with last season. Now he's got Stafford who's back. He looks healthy. And designed a great offense. So the offensive line I originally thought had played out of its mind in that game, Chris. But now looking back after watching the tape, I think it was more just good scheme, play design, and play calling from Sean McVay in the passing game. And in the running game, they didn't run block well. Mm-hmm. Look at Cam Akers' stat line. Look at Ky- Kyron Williams' stat line in the run game. So I don't really foresee so much success from this run game. Now, do I want to fall into some touchdowns with somebody? Yeah, sure. Like, if the passing game is still going the way it's going, and I'm not sure it will against every opponent, but it did this game I probably want Kyron Williams. I think he's disab- established right now that he has the red zone role.
1: But like I said at the beginning, Chris, this to me is going to be a hot hand approach all mm-hmm. season long. Do you think there's ever going to be a hot hand in the chiefs wide receiver group? Cause that's what we saw in week one was kind of nobody looked all that good. Rashi rice looked pretty good in his debut. Kadarius Tony had a disastrous game. Skymore was out there running wind sprints. That's one that I want to keep an eye on, but, but Here's the question. Does it, do you think it really matters in the chiefs wide receiver group or, or do any of those guys have a chance going into the year? My answer was no, which is why I didn't really
0: draft any of these players Mm -hmm. because I thought it would look a lot like how it did. But after week one, I have changed my opinion a little bit, Chris, and it's rushy rice. Mm -hmm. I thought rushy rice moved a little differently than every receiver on that field. I thought he was better after the catch than every receiver on that field. And Last season, what did we see? Sky Moore unable to make any impact Mm -hmm. all year long. Rasheed Rice making an impact week one in an Andy Reid offense. That alone to me tells me that he needs to be on my radar. I scooped him in a lot of leagues this week, Chris, because everybody was so gung ho on getting, and I understand why. Puka Nakoa and all the top waiver ads. Mm -hmm. It felt like I got a little lucky because after Thursday, I thought I wasn't going to get Rice cheap. I ended up getting cheap, not a lot of my budget in every in. a majority of my leagues and it's a long-term bet more than anything for sure because he's still not playing a lot of snaps
1: we want him to be on the field more mm-hmm. but if anyone's going to do it for me it is Rasheed rice uh here's another one uh, let, let what do you think is there any hope for the falcons passing game that, that's that's one that we had some hope because they did throw a little more with desmond ritter in the last four games of the season he averaged around 28 pass attempts per game which would have been one of the five lowest marks in the nfl but would have been closer to median than where they were, and then this week they drop back to pass twenty-two times. Nine of their eighteen passes go to running backs. I'm real worried about Drake London. I, I'm not starting him this week. What do you think?
0: He's benched this week for me for sure. I'm not cutting him. I've seen some people cut him. That's crazy to me. Yeah,
1: that's an overreaction. He's too yes. talented for that. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna do the same thing I did with Cal Pitts if this happens next again this year where. He's just going to be on my roster. It's easier to bench Drake London, but yeah, sorry, I I interrupted you.
0: (laughs) No, you're good. And, Cause I understand that feeling. We, we all feel that way. If we draft the Pitts. I, I was off pits this year. I couldn't take mm-hmm. it anymore. And I, I'm happy after week one, seeing what went down there. Um, But he, he, he actually had a better game than London, but yeah. that will flip at times. I don't think this will happen every week. I think the problem is all six division games are going to look like this. Tampa, all those games, the other Carolina game and both the saints games. Those are just not good game script games. Like, Atlanta can stay in those games. It can stay in those games 17 to 14 type. You need the, you need a situation where Atlanta is facing a team that can score points on mm-hmm. Atlanta. And so any game where you're facing a good offense, and we'll start to see which offenses those are and aren't as the season goes on, I do like Drake London to start to come back and that passing game to start to come back a little. But how many of those games are we going to get? I don't know because Atlanta was my prediction to win this division because I thought their style of play You can sometimes grind your way to nine or 10 wins with that style, very run heavy, keep the ball on the ground or turn the ball over. You have playmakers in the run game, good run blocking, Defense that's better than expected with Jesse Bates is a massive addition, biggest offseason addition there was. So, how many games will we get where Atlanta falls behind early? Yeah. I don't know, and that's that's the problem I have.
1: I, I hope we see it this week. I thought the Packers' offense looked good. They they did a good job of scheming up easy throws for Jordan Love, getting guys in space. Very good job. Obviously, Aaron Jones' status is going to matter because two of their biggest plays this week were caused by him. Both him and Christian Watson have not practiced yet as of Thursday, so. By the time you're listening, hopefully we know whether they're playing. But yeah, if there's no Aaron Jones, no Christian Watson, this might be another 48 play, 30 pass attempt or 30 rush attempt game for the Falcons, unfortunately. So I'm keeping Drake London on my bench. I'm only starting Kyle Pitts because he's a tight end. And that's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll be back tomorrow, Sunday morning, with the latest injuries and everything else you need to know. We'll see you then.